Welcome to episode 29 of the Monday Morning Podcast. This morning, Gabby, Harry, and Maddie conclude on death and dying with acceptance, put the protein in our grief sandwich, and look back on vampire mommies. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're here. We're non-binary for the second episode (laughs) in a row. (laughs) I forgot about that. I knew Harry was going to bring that up. (laughs) Right away. Uh, Would you like to elaborate? Maddie. Is that really? Should, we, should <laughs> well, I fully I, go into it? No, you don't have to. Yeah, no, I'm I was, down to. I mean, I, I was thinking about that, like whether you know, with the like, am I non-binary? And then I, I realized if you say you're not non-binary, you'd think that would mean you're binary, but that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. That's like being uh-huh. I am man and woman and nothing else. I am the alpha and omega and no in between. So that's my that's mm. uh, that that's my understanding of being binary. But uh-huh, and we're, back. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're uh, back. We're back. We're back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I'm binary, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A, I made. Th- I made the binary. One okay. two. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zeros and ones. Okay. Zeros and ones. Yeses Coding. and nos. Yeses and nos. Coding. Well, we're happy what? to be back. <laughs> <laughs> we're get we're getting derailed, so let's. I'll just jump. Let's yeah. just jump into jump the introduction. Let's get into the intro, cause jump yeah. on it. Jump on. Um, my name is Harry Vigo John Jensen Peruge, and my daddy died uh, because he was he was older than you would think. He was from the 18th century. Um, <laughs> and when when he was a lot older, they invented the first camera. And back in those days, they thought, and they were right, if someone takes a picture of you, it takes your soul. Ah. So, so, so someone took a grainy picture of him in like 1910, uh-huh. um, and his soul was taken, and it said, at the dawn of 2017, just a random <laughs> year, the guy was drunk, you shall mm. be snatched. And snatched Whoa. he was. Whoa. Wow. The pinhole camera. Prophecy. Yeah, he, Prophecy. He went. He went to rock and roll heaven, January fifth, twenty seventeen, by way of mm. uh, cancer. So, mm-hmm. congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> and if I find that photo and I burn it, he'll come back. So if you guys know where it is, perfect. Just have to nice. do a little bonfire. I'm hiding it from you. Nice, but nice, nice. <laughs> that's fair. The pod must go on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we don't we, want we you to get your dad back. That would be bad for the brand. Mm-mm. Dead bad. Can't lose these sponsors. Well, he's in a better place. Okay. He's in a better place. A photo. <laughs> Thank you. He is. Um, well, my name's Gabby. My mom died September 3rd, 2016. And, you know, she was also around in the 1800s, but <laughs> it was because she got turned. She got turned. Mm-hmm. Someone bit that neck. Whoa. Mm-hmm. She turned into a vamp. Yeah. Okay, a vamp. Mm-hmm. Um... Let me rip the Twilight plot during the influenza (laughs) 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 outbreak. Um, And Carlisle. Yeah, she she said she was in high school, you know, in like 2010, (laughs) as as she would do. Um, She keeps reliving high school for some reason. And yeah, she got got caught. Someone staked her right Mm -hmm. in the heart, garlic over the door. 
Mm-hmm. So did and your did your mom crumbled. start as a uh, like a Twilight vampire? Because by the end, if if your description is correct, she was more of a Nosferatu vampire, right? <laughs> little little, little bald head and claws. <laughs> she looked exactly like Nosferatu. <laughs> the OG. Yeah, she wasn't she wasn't featured in the films because she had a she wasn't as hot as the rest of the Carlisles and the Cullens. Um, so. But They're really discriminatory, wait, is actually. Carlisle the dad, or is that the last name? The dad. No, Carlisle Cullen. Okay. Yeah. So when yeah. I, when I read the books, I would always read it as Carly Slay. <laughs> I would be like, what? But I knew it wasn't. It was Carlisle. 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 Um, she. <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, uh, for sure. Needless rough. to say. Nosferatu. Now I'm just imagining the image of Nosferatu like in the doorway. You guys know what I mean with like the uh, shadow. Yeah, yeah. I'm just imagining like George waking up in the middle of okay. the night. Okay, <laughs> bleep, bleep that. I'm also Wait, thinking of like what? Nosferatu like trying to get out of the coffin, but he's like too tired from the chemo. He's like, just give, yeah. me, just give me a second. Can the lady just come here? I'm not hungry. She's got to go. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just eating hospice nurses. <laughs> um, well, sorry, Gabby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you should be. Better place, better place. Um... So my mom, I'm Madison. Um, my mom also died September 3rd, 2016. Mm. Uh, and she died. Her cancer went non-binary, man. It was, it was either in the tits or it was nowhere. That was the binary mm. it was existing mm-hmm. on. And then it was like, actually, we're everywhere. <laughs> we are everywhere. <laughs> we're hitting every single organ that matters. Um, right. And... And it killed her, actually. It's, we don't like to talk about it because it gives non-binary hood a bad name. But mm. yeah, that's what happened. Cancer went non-bi. Non-bi. Mm. NB cancer. And uh, yeah, that's <laughs> how she died. NBC, National Broadcasting Non-Binary Cancer. So yeah. Yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That was good, guys. Give us five stars for that one. Five stars, please. The episode's (laughs) over. Thank you. That's all we got. (laughs) We're busy. Well, Well, today, it's a big day. We're wrapping up the the old on death and dying sandwich with uh, acceptance. A banger. Acceptance. Mm -hmm. A true banger. A really good one, yeah. A myth. Honestly, it feels like a threat. Acceptance. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get oh. to it by the end of the book. You can read the book a lot faster than you can go through the. Mm. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not a manual. More of a. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. So I, I I was thinking if so, I, th- I think we've accepted they're not all in order, right? The mm-hmm. oh wh- yeah. What do we have? T- denial. Uh, anger. anger. Bargaining. Bargaining. Bargaining, <laughs> depression, depression. <laughs> acceptance. acceptance. So if it really was a sandwich, what, what do you think your protein would be? Me, anger. I, I'm having uh, a big ham anger sandwich. Mm, that, yeah. That's where the meat of it is for me. What about, what about you fellas? Uh, <laughs> that, oh. one, that one's hard. Um, I feel like I would probably lean towards depression mm-hmm. or to be honest, a little bit of denial too. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy for me to just, like, forget that she died. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, n- obviously I never, hashtag never forget, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, uh. sorry, was that a tasteless joke? <laughs> <laughs> was that tasteless bleak? Cut that. Cut that, cut that, um, cut that. Splice and dice. Yeah, but I don't know, like, I feel like, well, I guess I don't know if it's a normal experience, like, since it, it is almost six years out. Yeah. I don't think of it all the time. I don't think of it every day. And, yeah. you know, I'm dissociation station over here. So, I don't know. Probably split between those two. A little tofu mm. and a little <laughs> little ham. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 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 <laughs> depression <laughs> denial, double D. Nice. Um, what about you, Maddie Ann? I think, oh, God. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think my protein would be... Um, Acceptance, probably. Shut the oh, fuck up. Oh, wow. I do think that. I think, like, I think that's the undercurrent where I'm at now. I don't know. That Would sounds like a delicious agree? sandwich. A delicious sandwich. You know what? My Sammy is has new fixings every day. I yeah, think. I think it fluctuates. You know, it, it really is dependent on the day but i think for the most part um yeah acceptance but it's i think i think decept uh deception Deception. that that was a bad freudian slip deception Uh, Uh, what are you trying to say (laughs) i think accept acceptance for me would be like if it was a tortilla wrap the tortilla because without acceptance, all the ingredients would be on the floor and i'd just be licking them up like a dog right 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 right, so thank god and then depression's like the pickle because there's not always a lot of substance, but mm. it's always there. You can't ignore it. No. That, that yeah. vinegary twang. That flavor that stays. Okay, so uh-huh. if we're going with this kind of new formula, yeah, if it's a, a tortilla, tortilla <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. Now. I think acceptance is the tortilla, and then my main protein would be mock duck. Um, it would be <laughs> depression. Uh-huh. <laughs> It would be depression, probably. I think I'm. That's my go-to of like feeling sadness and crying and being kind of in a fit of despair and like, why? You know, I miss her so much and I want her to see all the things mm-hmm. that I'm doing and who I am. And that's my really thing, sad. I, for some reason, mock duck seems like exactly the kind of protein depression would be. I don't know. Just oh. like, di- just like dishonest. I don't know. I do like <laughs> mock duck, though. I find it comforting. Oh, I love I mock duck. I do like some mock duck, yeah. I do like some mock duck. I'm picturing, like, soggy tofu. Yeah. Mm. Ugh. Soggy Ugh. tofu? Soggy tofu. Yucky. <laughs> Yucky. Well, maybe, maybe we should uh, blast off with a little, uh, just a little passage yeah, from the fifth stage. Blast us. Let's see. So, uh, acceptance should not be mistaken for a happy stage. Spoiler. Yeah. It is almost void of feeling. And remember, (laughs) this is from the context of the patient. It is as if the pain had gone, the struggle is over, and there comes a time for, quote, the final rest before the long journey, as one patient phrased it. This is also the time during which the family needs usually more help, understanding, and support than the patient himself. Mm. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. It also talks about... How does about it end? How does it end? <laughs> right here on this podcast. It also talks about how... And I don't know like how what, what this is, but like the patient, the dying person, just starts to sleep a lot. Uh, uh, oh, interesting. Like, like I remember wa- that. Yeah, yeah, warming up for the big autumn. 
And yep. um, <laughs> it's well, the, yeah, it's the practice well, round. That I don't know about you, but that was true for my dad. But I wasn't sure if because he was on more morphine than God, you yeah. know, uh-huh. like Michael Jackson never had as much propofol as as, as my dad. So uh-huh. I I didn't know how voluntary his. His sleeping was. W- was your mommy a little sleeper, Nosferatu, can't wake her up from the coffin kind of gal? Oh, she, she was, was like a newborn babe. She was conked. Mm. Yeah. yeah. She and was sleepy. It was actually, well, you know, I like to think it was maybe partially the acceptance, but the hospice nurse did say it's because her brain is shutting down and <laughs> that's why she's sleeping because she has no energy right. to keep her body awake um but even like, but the, I like the a other couple, angle a couple <laughs> yeah. days before that though like i feel like the brain shutdown happened pretty rapidly right at the bitter end like i think when w- she was still like cognizant and like talking to us about like the funeral and stuff um i did notice that there was kind of like a serene aura happening like and it was really eerie to me and um right but there was the moment where like we were planning things and she was like i don't want to talk about this anymore you know but it was it wasn't like emotional and uh, yeah i mean again it could have been because she was so exhausted that she didn't have the energy to like add any flair into how she was saying things like it was just very you know monotone kind of like i don't want to talk about this anymore but yeah, there was like an indifference and kind of a just, I don't know. Yeah, like a baseline energy that was weird to experience looking back. Um, so the the void of feeling part, does yeah. that, that resonates wi- with you? For it sure. does. Yeah, it really does. And it was, I think, to the how the reading said, like, this is kind of most hard for the family the people that are witnessing what's happening like that makes sense to me because it was a very i mean just fucking out of body experience to to go through um like witnessing someone die and yeah i don't know i guess i never this is i need to get this book actually i'm yeah it's a cool book. Um, we're selling it. We're, we're selling <laughs> copies <laughs> of Pirate Bay. We have literature. Uh, but you know, yeah. what's, sor- what's sort of interesting for me is I feel like it wasn't like void of feeling for my... D- I mean, there was like a sort of calm of acceptance, but... Mm. And, and yeah, you know, not to impose the binary, but I sort of <laughs> feel like my dad was trying really hard not to be vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a long time and like convincing himself he would make it and wanting other people to think he would make it. And then when the doctor came in a week before his death and said he's got a week left, like we had some really like tender moment. Like I I just felt, yeah, the opposite, like hmm. like there was that calm. But um, I feel like being told he was going to die and in front of us like some walls finally came down some emotional uh. walls. Cause he was like angry before that people were planning for his death and, um, you know, didn't think that he would make it or be able to walk again. And then like we, we had this one really tender moment. Like the, I think the last day he was conscious maybe where, um, I told not to pat myself on my back, but it was a movie <laughs> moment. Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> Couldn't crush how hard I crushed this daddy daughter <laughs> moment. But um, I was like, oh, we're going to be me and Adam will be OK. We had a We had a great dad. And um, not you. My, <laughs> my 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 
mom's boyfriend. No. Um, Rolling. <laughs> we we had a girl. <laughs> and he was he said that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me, and he choked up a little what? bit. What? Yeah. Oh, or the most God. important thing anyone's ever said to me. So that was that was that's pretty wholesome. And the only other time I've ever even seen him choke up, still, I've never seen it. I never saw a tear go down his face. The only time Jesus, I ever. Daddy. Never. I, the only time I ever heard his voice crack up was after we watched the movie Spotlight. Do you know <laughs> that, do you yes. know that movie? I don't yes, know. About I saw the, it. the Catholic, about the. Yeah, it's the, about like the Boston Globe uncovering like the heinous like network of moving around um, priests who had been. Uh, accused and caught uh, doing sexual misconduct. Oh, that's actually a really good movie. Um, it is a good movie. It's but rough. Addie's I'm movie review, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, not one where afterwards, like, I wonder if there was there something there uh, for him. Well, I, I, I know. Oh. I was like, I was like, Daddy. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know what? I think it was. I think that at that time. You know, he 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 really was a devout Christian that gave him a uh-huh. lot. And I think just the idea that people were using God to do like yeah. such heinous things and take advantage of children and like ruin their lives. Yeah. I think it made him very sad that yeah. pe- people would would uh, would would utilize God to, d- to do that to people. Wicked world, wicked world, wicked, wicked world. Wicked world. Quote. Yeah. quote, and I quote From Daddy's journal. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really emotional, yeah. and that is a, a touching moment. And yeah, I, I suppose it's like, I mean, that's interesting. I don't. We didn't have that experience of like the hospice nurse, or a, I don't know, was it a hospice nurse that said that your dad was dying in front of both of you. Uh, it was an oncologist. An oh, oncologist. Okay. It just showed some X-rays that looked like someone had smeared Play-Doh all over them. He's like, yeah. he's like, you see this? This is crazy. <laughs> You're out, dude. <laughs> As if <laughs> anyone's like, ever read an X-ray before. I'm like, I don't know what I'm seeing. Walking yeah. through it. Um, we didn't have that experience. We kind of had like the hospice nurse pull us aside and be like. So your mom's gonna die soon, you know. Which we already and knew it was at like, that point. Like, <laughs> what? I thought she was gonna make a full comeback, looking like Nosferatu. Yeah. yeah. That hasn't had blood in a month. Um, I thought she was going into a cocoon. <laughs> she was gonna come out a beautiful moth. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so it wasn't kind of this thing that was outward, you know. And kind of to your point, like I feel something I'm thinking about now, looking back, is now that we're on the last stage of death and dying, it would have just been interesting because we also didn't come, I mean, our family, it it sounds like our mom wasn't as, like, locked up as your dad through the key um, as far as, like, expressing feelings and emotions, but we really weren't the most open about, like, sharing feelings and emotions and asking, you know, like, that was our upbringing. It wasn't like, hey, how are we all feeling today? You know, like, there was none of that. And I'm really... I don't know th- these conversations just have made me think about like if we had done some check-ins, you know, if we just had, if I had done like a check-in with my mom about like, how are you actually feeling right now? You know, I mean, I right. don't know how honest she would have been. It's just that that would be in like an alternate universe where we were able to have conversations like that. Um, yeah. Right. Cause even if like she was alive now and I would know to maybe, I would be curious to ask those questions. Um, I don't know how honestly she would answer, but yeah, um, 
it, yeah, I'm just wondering like how, how that would have gone. It would have been interesting information to have. Not interesting. I don't know. That sounds a little too like. Mm, fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hmm, writing mm, it down. Where are my <laughs> notes? Darwin. Uh, I think Tell I me, mother, does death loom? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've told this before, but I briefly had like a moment like that with her when she was in hospice. I think I asked her like, like how I was like, does it make you sad? Or like, I was kind of like, dude, you're dying. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I don't know how I phrased it, but I was like, are you okay? Like, and she, I've probably said this a million times, but she was like, it makes me sad, too sad to think about, like to talk about. Cause we were kind of talking about her leaving the planet. Um, and, mm-hmm. but then she said, like, I don't regret anything. Like I have no regrets. She said something like that. That's and I badass. was like, Oh, that's kind of acceptance. I was like, not one, not, <laughs> not a six. Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Us like, as kids, we were like, I have uh, actually a composition notebook <laughs> full of things yeah, that yeah. I maybe wanted you to apologize for. Yeah. No, you, you can borrow one of my regrets. I've got that's a, big a falsehood. Last that's yeah. a falsehood. Oh. Falsehood. Falsehood. <laughs> <laughs> um, Instead of cut that, let's just say falsehood. 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 <laughs> falsehood. <laughs> I also wonder what it would be like. You know, every movie you see about cancer, it's like, and then he was given six months to live, and then they die six months later. Right. It was n- it was never that for my dad. Like, famously, he sat me down, and he was like, <laughs> it could be two months, it could be 20 years. So, um, you know, like, right until someone had to be like, now you are dying. And I wonder yeah. what it would have been like if it was something like, what's the really bad one, pancreatic, that gets you fast? Yeah. Yeah. I always forget it's pancreatic or prostate, but prostate's like, like the regular regular one that a lot of men get. Yeah, and yeah, it's very prostate schmostate. Yeah, yeah, but prostate schmostate. Like, <coughs> those ones where it's like, or other diseases where it's like, you are not gonna live more than six. I wonder like how that would have accept or like uh, interacted with acceptance because for him there was always the belief, mm. supported by the diagnosis that he could survive because he has had so much cancer there was like no he was just peppered throughout there wasn't like okay you got this big thing on your brain if it gets one centimeter bigger than you're done you know like right it was so much like maintenance i feel like for him of just like keeping it at bay kind of is that right yeah i mean did your mom get a i remember gabby you called me and sort of said like it's gonna be five years and then it wasn't um, did she have right. a, ti- t- a yeah. tighter timeline or was it the same? Like, we'll just keep trying. I feel like there, I feel like she may have gotten like a range and she gave us, I think she got a binary range of like one to five they years. They said or five years at best. That's mm-hmm. what they told her. She withheld that information from all of us until like, I don't know, three or four months before she actually died. Yeah. So she was holding on to the fact that it was stage four terminal cancer for like, I don't know, five or six months. Literally. So like she knew, which is interesting kind of reflecting on it. Cause I'm like, I feel like maybe I would have been more like uh, perceptive to like how she was acting. Had I known it yeah. was terminal, like and right. maybe seen the stages more, but we were, so in the dark about like the truth that like that's why we always talk about like those 11 days when she like went into hospice and then died was like we had to go through the stages or whatever <laughs> like it felt like speed round like we were yeah, like yeah oh exactly my God, like she's dying but it's weird I, I maybe 
I maybe think that she was, like, that's why a large part of her process was denial. Because, like, she couldn't mm-hmm. even bring herself to tell us about it. Um, but, yeah, yeah. then th- it, she couldn't hide it anymore, essentially. It went to her brain. They were like, it's a wrap. You're in hospice. And then she kind of had to be like, all right, guys, it's over. Yeah. Jigs right. up. Yeah. This is bringing something up for me because I feel like one of my biggest, like, when regrets come up for me, if I have kind of those distorted thoughts of, like, really getting down on myself about how I didn't spend enough time with her in the last year of her life. It's interesting thinking about it from her perspective because I didn't know that it was terminal for so long. Right. You know, I didn't know how bad it was. I don't even think she said stage four. No. Ever. No, you know? she didn't. Um, and so it's Re- interesting okay. to look at that from her perspective where it's like, well, she knew it was stage four. She knew she was going to die. And like, she didn't, it's not like she was like, Madison, let's hang out more. You know, I, I mean, she, we, you know, hung out a little bit and this isn't to be like, wow, why didn't she prioritize seeing her children more at all? It's just, it's, it's good perspective for me to be like, she didn't really change much. You know, she didn't really shake it up that much. She wasn't, you know, and so I don't need to feel bad about how I didn't, you know, seriously change anything up either. I don't know. Right. I mean, like, I see it. It's weird because, like, I see it from her perspective, too, where it's, like, I mean, that would, (laughs) that would have, like, put that whole year or whatever timeline into, like, a completely, it would have just gone so differently for us as kids. Like, I wonder what I kind of see why she wanted to just be, like, oh, this is, like, wholesome obviously denial too but like this right. is wholesome to just have them keep living and like in ignorance ignorance is bliss i feel like she was just like let's have them be blissful <laughs> rather than that's what i'm wondering i'm wondering like the motive you know was it right. denial was it just yeah trying to kind of i mean that was kind of her mo trying to maintain this like illusion of normalcy she did that our whole lives and so yeah i guess maybe she would extend that to this like <laughs> horrible situation yeah um, this is when i wish like she had kept a journal or I don't know if she, I don't think she did at that point. Like it would have been interesting to kind of get her thoughts and like where she was coming from. Right. Protection. You know, I think everything she did was really to like protect us. And that like came from a very, very wholesome and pure place. It just, right. You know, some people have kind of maladaptive, ways of protecting you know where it's like was this right. the best ultimately um, and it wasn't even just us like i'm not sure how many people knew the truth about her diagnosis yeah but she didn't even tell her dad like it was like really yeah like i when sh- she had told me five year the five year thing which was a complete <laughs> falsehood um we didn't no. know that falsehood, falsehood. we didn't know that at that point but um she hadn't even told like members of her family at that point. So like, yeah, it wasn't just us that she was protecting. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, that, that actually reminds Sad. me of, uh, so after, uh, my dad died, we were thinking of, we, we like invited people over to look through and like take a memento of all the, the B minus stuff for like, you can't have, <laughs> You can't have the fucking turtlenecks, but you can have this. Uh, and I, I emailed this guy, uh, Ian, and uh, my dad's friend of a long time. His his kids sucked. They used to lock my brother in a dog cage on Hanukkah. Uh, oh tan- God. Tangent, tangent, but tangent, tangent. I emailed him like, hey, since Tom died, we're uh, 
you know, giving away some of his stuff. So if you want to come by and grab something, just just let us know. And he <laughs> emailed me back. He's like, I, I didn't even know Tom was sick. Oh, like, my God. I guess we haven't talked in a while. And what? I was like, I was like, dude, do you want a poster or what? Come on. Like, I don't have time for <laughs> yeah. this. I'm yeah. busy, baby. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. Take a Uber over. Also, it's been 10 years. Yeah. How did he? Why? <laughs> how long? Yeah, yeah. He, I guess it's been a minute. Uh, a decade, you mean? Yeah. yeah his kids did You're like, suck, you know what? Though. Never mind. Maybe you don't get, you get an invite. This, you get the D minus shit now. You just got demoted. Yeah. You got to demoted. Scraps. Yeah, yeah. To unused tissue pouches <laughs> and, and empty pill bottles. That's what you get. Do you want his toothbrush with the bristles that are all going sideways? Oh, God. God, the toothbrush. That that was a totem of denial for my brother and I, is never throwing away. Yeah. If he was alive, that toothbrush should have been thrown away. It was a war right. crime. That's right. probably how he got cancer. He's probably brushing with little cancers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, most likely. Well, it's, it's in, huh. you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dox them, but actually just yesterday, a very good friend of mine, told me that his father has cancer and um it was really interesting thinking about this like denial acceptance stuff because he he didn't get a ton of information all i got was like mm. my dad has cancer he's got surgery and i was like well mm. what stage is it metastatic like, <laughs> yeah, is he gonna yeah. do <laughs> chemo is he gonna do radiation like mm -hmm. when did it start is it localized like, what's the surgery going to be like? When is oh he getting God. out of the hospital? And Sobering questions. Yeah, and my friend was like, didn't have the vocabulary to ask those questions. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll help you ask them. And he's like, I'm not sure yet that I want to know yeah. the answer to all those questions. Yeah. Which, which I totally get. I mean, I'm trying to think back to when I was 12. I'm sure there's a lot of time <laughs> I tried not to think about it. Okay, you're bragging. Yeah, <laughs> we're so young. Um. I was so young. I was just trying to kiss ladies, which didn't happen for a while. Thanks, Dad. Um, <laughs> but I, I, my memory is like of really wanting to know everything and like being involved and stuff. But it's sort of hard to access like how because I went through I couldn't have thought about it like every single day. So I, I, mm. I wonder if my dad had chosen to tell not tell me things, how hard I would have tried to find out. Yeah, right. you know, because that was his choice. That's the way he played ball. Right. Well, okay. This is interesting because I yeah. was twelve. I didn't realize you were. Yeah, I guess that makes sense that you were twelve when your dad first got cancer. I was twelve when our mom got cancer the first time, and it's interesting looking back at that situation because it was drastically different, mm -hmm. which makes a lot of sense because it was stage one. So she was very like I remember her and our dad like sat us down. I literally remember sitting on the couch. I remember this too. And they were very like they literally took us through what happened. And she was like, I felt a lump in my breast. They were like up north for fucking Memorial Day or some shit. And she's like, went to the doctor. There's a lump like it might be in my lymph nodes, like details. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's stage one. It's nothing to worry about, you know. Um, and so it's just it's interesting. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're worried. <laughs> oh, I just remember we were all like, <laughs> <laughs> like sobbing, um, absolutely weeping. And uh, but it's just interesting to kind of, you know, superimpose that on top of like fast forward however many years. And it's like she's like, yeah, so ca the cancer's back. Mm -hmm. And like, that's all we got, because like, I mean, it would be too. S it would be, you know, that takes a level of um, acceptance, I think, to just say like yo kids it's stage four and it's fucking everywhere right um, mm -hmm. and i think 
I don't know how in depth we've gone because I lose track of what we talked about. But like, <laughs> I think we probably have mentioned like she was so sick before she actually oh went to the doctor. God. She had a limp. She coughed so hard she broke ribs. Yeah. And oh she my gosh. She acted like it was just like a cold. Like she just had a cold. But she, she broke ribs. Coughing yeah, so hard. Coughing. And this is before. So this is why it was stage four. Because she was just like. It was like months of this. And we all just watched we it. We all just watched it. I didn't know what was going on. I was just like. I was like, okay. mom's a smoker and she coughs a lot. Right. Right. And then she. So what happened from my perspective was I was staying at her house. Uh, divorce. It was my time to stay there. And oh yeah. she what still wasn't home and it was late and she calls me right. and she's like hey i'm in the hospital but it's nor everything's <laughs> normal she goes just just a meeting a friend just meeting a friend <laughs> she said this just in the a cafeteria blood transfusion yeah and dr <laughs> dr acula is giving me a little bit of blood don't worry and i said so i start freaking out on the phone i'm like what like what do you mean and she's like they need to keep me overnight but it's okay everything and i was like overnight that's not good that's not good and i remember i had my like a friend was over we were smoking she's like weed. just getting a flu shot honey just getting a flu shot it's gonna take a while because yeah. uh. <laughs> at first i was like awesome open house let's smoke weed friend <laughs> yep and then all of a sudden i got that call and like i got off the phone and i was like oh shit she's like what happened i'm like my mom's staying overnight in the hospital we need to pack another bowl right now. <laughs> this is yeah. bad. Um, this is bad news bears, But baby. yeah, then the next day she comes home and I'm like, what the fuck was that? And she's like, yeah, I got cancer everywhere. Okay. And I was yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Didn't touch on this, but that in our bargaining episode, but I feel like that was a, that was a, that has been, and sometimes still is a, a bargain for me where I'm like, if only someone had been like, hey, Sue, you got a nasty cough and you broke <laughs> you five right, ribs. Right. Like, you know, like, why didn't we, you know, like, I just, it was so, it's, it's weird looking back because we all just saw, like, how horrible, horrible her health was, but no one right. was, like, raising a red flag, like, hey, maybe you want to get that checked out. Um, yeah. I know. I so don't know that, what. I'm like, damn, maybe we could have caught it before it was, like, so bad. Um, but I don't know what prompted her to go to the doctor. Maybe it just was so fucking bad or her Maybe boyfriend. something happened at work. I'm not yeah, sure, but know. yeah, they had to, they literally had to keep her overnight and do a blood transfusion because they tested her blood, like because they were like, "Dude, you're in bad shape. Like, we need to do a blood test right now." And she was like, and "Can I smoke one before we <laughs> do that?" Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they were shocked. Like they kept her overnight because they're like, "You have like no white blood cell. Like you are like, you're Dracula." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you can't. Too. You got to stay overnight because in the m if you go out now and you hit <laughs> you're dawn, gonna, you're gonna burn you're gonna up. Burn you're gonna up, burn, baby. baby burn. Well, actually, it's sort yeah. of a parallel um, where, like, because my dad got to, was getting MRIs every six months because he had cancer before. When I was uh, seven, uh, he. <laughs> when I was seven, he had appendicitis, and then it's supposed to be a twenty-minute surgery. For some reason, it lasted four hours, and we oh were like, god. "What is going on?" Oh my god! Um, and they found a big, you know, fucking golf ball-sized tumor in there or something. Oof! And then I remember oh. at that point, like I, well, my mother told me about this. I didn't remember the conversation, but he had been like, "So there was cancer, uh, but it's all taken care of," which was true. They think they got it all, so that's good. Nice. So, so I didn't really think about it until also like round two, where he's like, "Yeah, it's everywhere." Like right. sort of sort of the same thing. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, I really didn't have to think about it from seven to twelve. Uh -huh. I don't know how, how much <laughs> I would have anyway. Sweet bliss. Sweet bliss. <laughs> yes. Innocence. Innocence. Um 
And then, yes, I, I bit the apple of daddy's dying and became ashamed like mm-hmm. Adam in the garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why our mom that actually brought up a thought. I'm like, shouldn't she have been getting routine <laughs> checkup? I guess she I'm was sure. for a long time getting mammograms and stuff. Right. And like, because I remember she would let us know. And then I would feel pangs of guilt because I didn't know maybe that she was getting them and I would feel bad. But um, she'd be like, seven years, maybe clear mammogram, clear once MRI. Once a year at that point? Or I don't really know. Uh, yeah, I think there, for a while she was getting them every like six months. And then after I don't know how many years, I think she, they extended it and they were like, okay, every year. Um, and she was like, <coughs> I don't know. I'm fine. We'll push it back. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. got a whooping cough and a limp. I don't know. I think life just got chaotic after the divorce and, you know, uh, whatever. Um, yeah, what a what an interesting image. Like, are both of our married parents sitting us down the first time and being like, hey, kids, this <laughs> yeah. is what's going on. But mm-hmm. I'm taking your mom to every appointment and our relationship's going to get stronger than ever. Oh, hell no. Mom and daddy were divorced. They were already divorced for me. (laughs) The second time, I'm just a duffel bag kid. And my mom's like, hey, I'm not coming home tonight. I'm in the hospital. (laughs) I'm like, sweet. So I don't have to take my karate bag and trombone everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't have known the difference anyways, because I feel like she was staying at Beep's house. She was gone the whole time anyway. I'm like, well, I'm not going to dad's. So I guess I'm just (laughs) chilling. Yeah. Okay. So what about us and acceptance? What about yeah. us little <gasps> grief babies? We have it. We have. I know. Wow. We're really. Uh, seven oh, falsehood. 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 Um, <laughs> I don't know. I remember I felt some like sort of serenity in the last few days before he died. Like I just had like one. I have talked about it. The, the moment looking over the park. Oh, in yeah. St. Yeah, Louis park yeah, yeah. and being flooded with like this sense of like. Talk about Beauty. Timothy Chalamet. That is Ta- wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fake wind blowing my my little curls. Uh huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> smoking. And, and so, and then you know, there's that feeling of, but what's interesting, the feeling of relief and the feeling of acceptance are not the same thing. But Mm-mm. I think the the relief is a precursor for the acceptance. Mm. You know, it's like <laughs> this is such a sh- bad metaphor. <laughs> but it's it's like you just take this you've been constipated and you just take this massive shit yeah. you know and you're like oh thank god and then you have to be like wait Euphoria. a minute is is my asshole like torn open and is the toilet clogged and then there's you know it's like you shat your pants in the bus and you're like at last i did yeah at last i did and then you're like oof the people on the bus are not going to be helpful about this this is a disaster uh-huh. yeah 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 and who's gonna support me through this <laughs> <laughs> yeah who's got right. pants yeah. <laughs> um uh, okay yeah. yeah 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 um Oh God! Uh, I think there was a moment of kind of surreal acceptance that I felt um, when my mom. It was like I think maybe the day before she died. Um, I had I was leaving work and I was on my way to where she was staying, where she was in hospice. Her you know her boyfriend's house, and I remember it was like this beautiful summer day and just like looking at the sky and nature. I mean, as much nature as there is in Minneapolis and just feeling this really, really eerie. That's how I would describe the last days, I guess this eerie, like this is happening, you know, like this is fully happening and this is going to happen. And like, there's no way out and there's no way out, but through, (laughs) there's no way out, but Mm -hmm. through not like claustrophobic. There's no way out. But I was just like, this is, 
like nothing I do, you know, just kind of the relinquishing all control because there is nothing that all I can control is like living my life and getting to, you know, it was very much like one moment at a time that day where I was like, yeah. all I have to do right now is get to her boyfriend's place and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a, the Winston Churchill quote. If you're going through hell, keep going. You know, uh-huh. I had Ooh, yeah. I had my L.L. Bean REI <laughs> backpack and I was like, I'm hiking through hell, baby. I'm ready. Yeah. I got my water bottle. Right. I got bear. Yeah. I got bear spray. Oh, yeah. I got my cliff bars. Um, and yeah. yeah, now I think, like I said, uh, acceptance is kind of a constant, but it's like grief is. Grief is constant and it it is all of the stages hitting at different times, sometimes for a day, sometimes for a week, you know. I think the last time I felt really depressed was hashtag the Val Kilmer episode. Oh, like yeah. when mm. I watched the Val Kilmer documentary, that was like last summer. It was like a month leading up to her five year death anniversary. And I was going through like waves of depression and some like some anger, um, some bargaining, you know, for it was like three weeks, maybe, maybe a month. Like it was a lot of grief. Um, yeah. But right. You know, I don't know. I feel like we've said this so many times or maybe I have like, you know, it's just different stages hit at different times. There is no like this stage, that stage, then you're done. Um, it's it's whatever. Yeah, it's whatever the universe fucking serves you on a little silver platter. You're taking a bite of the whole sandwich. You don't just start with yep. the tortilla. You're you're, oh, you're exactly. diving in goblin. And some bites don't have the protein. Maybe it's just the cheese and the lettuce. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've had like, I mean, I feel like I've had many small moments of acceptance, but I don't think I've had like my movie moment. But yeah, yeah. I, I feel like Who I would play agree you? with you, Maddie, about, oh, I don't know. Sarsi Ronan. No. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. Um, I get I get smilers a lot. Miley Cyrus. Florence Pugh. I get I've gotten Miley Cyrus, Billie Eilish, Scarlett Johansson. So Scar. Those are a- all wait, as your lookalikes? Those are all hotties. I don't yeah, see those any are hotties. Yeah, this is playing your like seventeen year old self. Oh. Uh Sinead O'Connor, I was bald. Oh also yeah, what the uh the like guy from Nickelback. Chad Kroger. Yeah, Chad Look Kroger. Look at this yeah. photograph. Okay. That's anyway, where daddy my, is. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Acceptance wholesome wrap up. Right, right, right. Um, no, I was going to say I agree with you about the last days because it was like, it it was like seeing things from a bird's eye, like going yeah. to that house. Because like we would have like really wholesome moments with her. Very much and sim vibes. I was like, <laughs> I'm just being told to go to this place. Right, and I'm showing right. up. It felt like a double life because, like, I would be coming from high school and going there. And then, but it was so weird because it was, like, we would see her, like, all of her friends and family over the years, like, going in and out. You know, like, people mm-hmm. would be coming in and out. Did from dad go? Dad went, right? Um, He saw her at her apartment. Oh, okay. okay. Not mm. at the house. He would not go to her boyfriend's <laughs> house. I think Big that G, was yeah. conflict of interest. Just kicks down the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, But anyway, I remember the moment when we we were listening to music and superstitious by stevie wonder played and she was singing it mom was singing it and she didn't have a lot of pipe power not a lot of lot of lung but it was like me you and our brother and her and we were like all singing it and like happy we were like having a ball singing this song 
Okay, um, why do I not remember this really, happy moment? Because, really, yeah, we were singing it. it was, I don't know who was playing music, but oh it got God. turned on, and she was, like, vibing. I was fully dissociating yeah, at that point, clearly. Look at this photograph. But then, yeah. like, it's weird because it's, like, you then you zoom out, and the context is we're, like, in this bed with our vampire mom who's about mm-hmm. to croak. If this was a movie, it's just panning on our normal-looking faces, and you think it's this really beautiful, normal, and wholesome, then you see and then the you see our mom in yeah. the bed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like I've had, um, I feel like I've had moments of acceptance when I like, I guess when I take time to really like acknowledge the weight of the experience, if that makes sense. Like yeah. when you're kind when you allow yourself to be like, wow, that was a lot. Like yeah. that really happened. And that was intense. Like, cause I've had moments and it's usually with other people I find actually. Cause like me and my friend a couple years ago, we were on mushrooms mm-hmm. <laughs> and we both were bawling about my mom. And she yeah. was like, she was like, I feel like I've never really acknowledged your mom's death. Like, she felt really bad about it. But I was like, don't feel bad. We were both like crying, like bawling on mushrooms over my mom. Yeah. I need that energy. And it wasn't. <sighs> yeah, like hell yeah. Where are my friends coming up being like, I haven't fully acknowledged your mom's death. Like, <laughs> here's some acid. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I've never cried about her. I just realized we were like crying, but it wasn't like it. I mean, it was like all the stages in once almost, but like. It was sad, but also it was like, you know, when you're on mushrooms, it was like beautiful. And we were like, ah, yes. wow, like she returned to the earth. Like it was kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah. we're all connected. And I don't know. I feel like there's moments like that where I'm like, wow, when I really sit down and like let myself feel it and the weight mm. of the experience and be like, I fucking went through that. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's like when acceptance kind of hits. I'm like, wow. OK. Yeah. Yeah, it's a definitely a spectrum of like, you know, sometimes it's just like, yeah, because I, I feel you like some uh, there's like a baseline acceptance. There's and then like higher up on the spectrum, there's like the big moments of like right. really feeling it or like baseline, like just a little depression, little sadness here for mommy, daddy. And then there's like the big fucking hailstorm. Of yeah, depression. the big one. Yeah. Well, br- to bring it back, you know, yeah, grief yeah. is a is it's NBG non-binary grief because like there's <laughs> there's like like you said there's Just sort of the, the words out of my mouth right out of your NB mouth there's <laughs> uh, there's like the moments of acceptance, but there's also the, like yeah the holistic sort of sense of acceptance that's just right. sort of uh, uh, gradually accrues and I think that's like right. the big for me like the big take away with like the usefulness and not usefulness of like this book's context and structure is that <laughs> like it, it the, the thing that most people disagree with is like the stages the idea of like the stages of grief that you move one two three four five because then it implies that you have this moment this event of acceptance right and then you're right. and then you're done where in reality it's a big wrapped up sandwich you have a couple moments a couple baselines but you can have a lot. You can yeah have a huge amount of acceptance, and then you cruise back right. to 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 some you know bargaining anger, yeah. anger denial. Uh, right. I, I I think that's like yeah that's one of the little pernicious myths of like because acceptance is last and it's a stage, then you've got prolonged grief disorder or whatever <laughs> if, you boun- if you bounce back. And I think there's a lot of shame in that. Yeah. That that is just sort of smuggled into. I mean not not a not useful uh yeah set of guidelines but the the implication that there's a specific shape and journey 
with a resolution at a given point is Mm -hmm. that's caused me a lot of shame to be like, why am I still sad about this? Do I not accept it? Am I a little broken clock? Am I Pinocchio with a huge nose saying I'm (laughs) over my dad's death? Just drilling holes in the wall. Right. And I feel like it's one of those things that you have to like live through to really understand. Um, Yeah. You know, so what I'm saying is we need more dead moms and dads um, Mm because I need more people understanding what's happening. Right. Right. Because we live in a society that perpetuates that shame. You know, we're seeing it with the fucking DSM. Like it's, you know, it's yeah, yeah, it's a lifelong journey, like Harry said. And and yeah, I like the reading said acceptance isn't it doesn't mean happiness. It's not like this joyful experience of like, whoa, she's dead and I've (laughs) accepted it. It's like Yeah, little foam finger. Hello, one parent. Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) it's like it's complex. Like, I mean, it said it's kind of like a like detachment void feeling. But yeah, it's like it's detachment, which is like full of so many other things i don't know how to fucking describe it's it it's kind of just being like at peace with it i guess right not yeah. feeling like one way or the other yeah and just being like well yeah. that happened which took so much to reach you know and yeah. takes it's like um it's maintenance it's but also it's yeah it's ebbing and flowing it's non-binary all right <laughs> you need to yeah. pee yep. yeah yeah you need to pee okay what well, let's wrap up all right it's up. a process it's a process yes. it's not an event um and yeah, what what do you give what do you give the book? Four out of five. You didn't read the book. I didn't re- read the whole book either. I liked the passages, and I'm I'm gonna give it a. I'm definitely gonna buy the book. Um, yeah, give I'm it a peruse, everyone. It. I'm gonna Elizabeth buy it. Elizabeth Kubler Ross. Kubler Elf. And you know what? <laughs> Should we start a book club? Okay. Just okay. Oh my god, that's idea. a good idea. Dropping bangers our, at the end of every maybe episode. Maybe with our grief group members. <gasps> uh, meet and grieve. Meet and grieve. It's uh. actually gonna be happening. Uh, probably the day this is posted. Yeah, the, the 18th. 18th. So this is not useful. But the next one, let me plug the next one because that's more realistic. Um, the next the first one will be August 1st, Monday, Ooh. August 1st. It's the first at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zoom. Uh, we have the same Zoom ID for every meeting. Check that out on deadparentsclub.rip on Instagram. You'll see it there. And our, our website. Our web- it's uh, highlighted and it's on, on the our website. Deadparentsclub.rip. We're also on TikTok at Dead Parents Club now. Oh, and keep your little yep. eyes out because that TikTok presence. That's we got plans. They like you. They really like you. Yeah, they really. They send us emails. They really like you. One like a week. Yeah, like, we get one like. They're like, Jesus, they want to suck your dick. Yeah, you're only saying they because it's non-binary. That's one person. Right. You know. Right, yeah. Binary. They love they, you. They love you. Um, well, well, this okay. has been on death and dying. We don't yes. want Maddie's little kidneys to explode, <laughs> dude. Because oh we God, got work to die. do. I'm gonna die. Okay, yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in, Grief Babies. We love you. We love, we love you. you. Absolutely love Ex- you. Ex- Ex- love you. Accept us with five stars. We love you. Accept us with five stars. We Accept love you. Whatever stage you're at, it's okay. Okay, okay bye. 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 Falsehood, 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 Love you, falsehood, bye. Love you, falsehood. Bye, falsehood. Someone did something. Hello. You got to take a pee pee? Way to make the whole episode. Not a big way. Let's do it again then. Okay. Okay.